Okay, so uh, we are in the middle of Oath Dalad. We just spoke out that for a person to reach their Shlemus, there's going to be a need for opportunities for Chisarun, opportunities for Shlemus, and the Bria, which is going to ultimately be Nizdabek and Hashem, is the one that needs to choose the one over the other. So says the Ramchal, that according to this, again we're in the middle of Ozdalet, that according to this, turns out that there's going to be a multitude of Nevroim. And we last time that uh, Hazal Mishnah says, Rabbi Hananya ben Akasha, Omer, Ratzah Kodesh Boruch, Lozach, Yisrael, Ulefikah, Hirbelahem, Torah, Mitzvahs. Right, so we said that, the, that Hashem created a very multifaceted, diverse world with many different opportunities for Vodos Hashem and many different opportunities for challenges to us. And through all of that, that's how a person is going to get the maximum vehicles because it's not enough to just know Hashem or be masing Hashem, be nizdabik in Hashem um, in one way, mahu rachum rachum. You also need all the other midos, all the uh, all the other aspects of the manifestation of divine shleimus that we can mimic, that we can work on, that's going to be a much greater level of shleimus. So that being the case, so now we have a multifaceted, multi-resident populated world. I mean, we, we now have, instead of just having a Bria, right, the parak started off with Hashem wanted to be native Luzu Loso, so seemingly there's no real need for more than one, right? And in fact, if you take a quick, side, a quick aside over here, the um, if you look in the Maral in Netzach Yisrael Per Gimel, so he speaks out how the main drive for Avodah Zorah was this very philosophical question, that if, if you say that there's only one God, there's one Creator, then why... Does he, and yet he himself is one. He himself is not a murkov. He's not himself a composite of conflicting parts, which people are. People, you know, on the one hand, I want to be, I want to become a, I don't know, I want to be healthy and happy and rich and uh, comfortable. On the other hand, I want to be a tzaddik and I want to be, uh, and I want to be close to Hashem. So we are conflicted, like we said before. We are beings created of soul and body but uh, the the idol worshippers would ask that if Hashem is indeed one he's absolutely whole so then well, oneness should have one rotson there should only be the desire to create one thing so why should there be the rotson for so many different things and not only they're different but to a certain extent many of them are opposites there's good and there's evil and that is the source for um, the concept of um the Zoroastrianism, dar- the, the people that worship the dark and the light, um, which still exists today. Um, obviously, you know, the Chinese, the yin and the yang, and all these very, very foundational concepts of two opposite forces running the world, uh, force of expansion, force of contraction, whatever you want to call it, right? All these, all these concepts stem from the fact that we see that in the world around us is a diverse world and with with many opposites 
So over here, the Ramchal is going to deal with that. Um, so, so he says. So he says that the answer is that although you have many different nevroim, but from the many different nevroim, welcome. From the many different nevroim, we have one that's the ikker. Um, in the words of Chazal, that is called the ratios. We know that Bereshis bara lokim. The midrash brings Bereshis bishvil ratios for the sake of the Rashis, Bishvil Yisroel, who are called Rashis. And so those are, those are all modes of telling you that this is the Iker Nivra. The Iker Nivra is the Rashis, that's the beginning, as we said, beginning not necessarily in temporal creation, that this is the first one to be created, but beginning, like we said, in concept, step number one is Hashem wanted to be matively zuloso. He wanted to do good to someone else. Now, that someone else, because that someone else would be lacking in um, that someone else would be that someone else would be lacking in shleimus. If that if Hashem were to just create him. Shalim, him or her or it, Shalim, and it would be in this Dabek and Hashem just through that. There would be a lack. What would be the lack in that? No? It would not be self-created. It would not be, exactly, and it would be too similar to Hashem by being, but it wouldn't be a self-made man. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that its Shleimus came from itself. It would be that the Shleimus was imposed to it by the Creator. Right, and that would make it dissimilar to Hashem. That would impede Dvekus. So mitzad v'mikabel, there was a need for everything else that we're going to discuss. Basically, the rest of Erech Hashem, the rest of life. Otherwise, it would have been straight to all of Abba Dvekus, and that's the end of it. Right. So, so therefore, that. But that's why that nivra is going to be called the Rashis, because it's from it that everything else begins. Bishvil Rashis, Burashis, Baralakim, Bishvil Rashis, Bishvil Yisrael means because it's all for the Yisrael. It's all for, I mean, the Rashis, this all started with. It starts with the discussion that there should be this Livra, which is this Dabek and Hashem. Now comes the Shneos. The Shneos, this is, I'm, ling- I'm using the language of the morale in third paragraph of Netzach Yisrael. The Shneos are everything else that comes secondary. There's the Rashis, the first one, the, the reason what, what, what the whole thing is about. And there's the Shneos, the secondary, the thing that comes to be Mashlim, the Rashis. So it's just primary and secondary, so the first oh, and second. Oh, and that's exactly what the, what the, what the Rokhal is about to say. One is primary, one is secondary, right? And one is called the Iker, and one is called the Tuffle, okay? Now, um, the, the Rashis and the Shneos, <laughs> that system now explains to us that the Shneos 
are here for the sake of the ratios, and therefore there's no contradiction whatsoever to um, a single entity, like the Netzach Yisrael explains, why would a single entity want to have so many different, uh, single, absolute single entity, uh, an absolute single existence, which is Hashem, should only have one Ratzon, that's what, the that's what the philosophers and idol worshippers reason. So why would there be a creation of these opposites? Answer is, there's not. There's a creation of a ratios. But for that ratios to be nishlam, like the language of the Ramchal himself over here in the second parak in Oz base, Ligyos HaTov Shalem, in order that the Tov done to this ratios, to this Nivra, should be Shalem, there is a need for all these Shneos. There is a need for all these secondaries, because they're all going to be Mashlem. In the most basic level is, we can just diagrammatically depict it. You've got the ratios, right? And now you've got the thing that's going to be Mashlem, him, the fruit of the Eitzachayim, and then you got the fruit of the Eitz Das Tovara, right? And now you got these three created things. But it's not three created things. It's one, which is the Rashis, and two Shneels, right, that are coming to help him be Mashal himself. The job of the one is to be the, the, the you know, through it, through connecting to it is going to be the Shlemus. That's the that we learned last time, that's the thing that expresses the Shlemus of Hashem. And the job of the other one is to tempt him away in the other direction, so there's a possibility to go the other way, which we're going to talk about much more in, we, we in the third what, paragraph. What is the ratios in this context? Then? The ratios is the Nivra, ha, ha, the, I'll, I'll use the language in the, in the, in the beginning of, uh, of Ulam Habria, I share the destined, the Bria, which is destined to for the Dvekus that we've been discussing, that's the Rashis. So and, and that's Israel. Correct. It, it, it was Adam, right? And as we're going to discuss later, uh, the conclusion, of, I mean, we'll just make a long story short, right? We'll go through how that happened through the hate of Adam Rishon and the schus of Avram Avinu, but ultimately the Gemara Nivamba's darshans from Pasuk in Navi, Adam Atem, the Navi says, Adam Atem, uh, Atem Karim Adam Velo Musol. I mean, the Iker Adam is, is Klausel, because the, the Iker Adam, the primary Adam is, is Klausel. Velo Musol. Yeah. Again, they do have a certain level of Tzalabulkim, but, but, but it's not the primary. That's not, that's, and that's what the Midrash says. Bereshus, Bishvil Reshus, Reshus Tvuasi, Hashem calls Kalasel. You're the, you're the first of my harvest. The first of the harvest, and the thing is, this is what you plant the harvest for. Everything else, you got some more, wonderful, but this, you know, when you're planting it, this is what you wanted. Okay? So, so, that, so the point is, I'm, I'm bringing up to you, I'm explaining to you that, first of all, in the half, first half of Oz Dalad over here by us, we establish there's going to be a multitude of created beings. Then we're pointing out that there's a philosophical question. How can there be, why should there be a multitude of created beings if there's a Ratzon, a singular Ratzon, to be native to Zuloso? Answer is, you're right. 
But because that Mechabal is Chaser, so there's a, all these other Shneos, which are going to be Mashlimim, and that's what he's answering right here by saying that the one who is destined to be Nizdabek and Hashem, that's the one that's, the, that's the, called the Iker. And the rest of them are called the Tafel. What does he mean, called? Called is always an aspect of Yachus. Uh, Yachus is my relationship to you. Yeah, how do I relate to you? So, two people, this one might be a brother to that one, or this one may, might be a boss to that one, this one be an employee to that one, to, to the other one, right? This one would be the landlord of the other one, right? You could have um, uh, very complicated, so that, that's the entire Masechus Yivamus, is all about, is all about Yichus, the, the, the relationship that different people have with one another, Shneos, uh, you know, wives, uh, sorrows, etc., etc. Okay? So, it only becomes irrelevant to talk about who's going to be called what when you have multiple created beings and you want to know what is their relative relationship one to the other. And the answer is one is called the Iker because it's in relation to the other one which is the Tuffle. And the other one is called the Tuffle which is the... that's in relation to the Iker. So I'm, I'm pointing out to you um, that the phraseology of the Ramchalli is very meduktuk. He says, "Ki tikare ha'ikaris." She would call it the the the, the bria, which is the his adita to be nizdabek in Hashem, is is going to be called ikaris. So called is a strange word. It's called ikaris. Is it is it the ikaris or is it not the ikaris? And it is called the ikaris because it's called is always in relation. To someone else. If there's not, if there's not someone else, then you don't say called. I mean, what, the way that something is in relation to itself, you, you don't have to be called anything. There's much more to be said about this, but that's been uh, a very, very um, beautiful, deep discussion. I don't think that's for right now. Okay. Um, so, the, so the, so again, so we said that the Adam. Sorry, not the other. The the bria which is destined to be nizdabik in Hashem, that's the ikur, that's the thing that we've been talking about, and everything else is the tofel. Okay, os hey. So he, now he comes to speak out seemingly a kasha, right? Is we all know, obviously we've known from the, probably the beginning of of Perik base that the discussion here is about Adam, right? The the hatava is for Adam. But the seeming difficulty with that is being that we've defined uh, the Hasaga as being the mode of Dveikus. And Hasaga um, is <coughs> appears to be not our strongest area. Because the angels seem to be massing Hashem more than we are. And that's a difficulty. Right? How can you tell me that Adam is the Ikranivra? Right? When what we're talking about here is Dveikus. Dveikus is the ultimate end game. Right? 
And Dveikus is defined as Hasaga. And Hasaga, we said, doesn't just mean intellectual, you know, understanding, being able to write a book about it. It means experiential understanding, being there, you know, uh, being similar to whatever is the concept that you are being massive, right? As opposed to Yidiyah, which is intellectual, right? So, and we said that the, the Ramchal used this expression very specifically in relation to Nevoa, prophecy. So prophecy is, that's, that's a saga. That's a saga of the concept that is being perceived. And we also have a saga. The simplest saga that we have is when you eat something, right? You can write an entire you know, book on the flavor of wine, but you're never going to, that's not going to help you at all if you've never tasted it. Right, this is uh, one of these famous thought experiments has to do with artificial intelligence. I think we spoke about it maybe um, last year, Hanukkah. Right, that uh, if a computer knows all the information, artificial knows all the information about something, but it's never experienced it, it's never known it. Is there a difference or not? And the answer is, of course, there is. There's a difference in Yidiyah and Hasaga. Yidiyah is knowing about the thing, Hasaga is knowing the thing itself, having experienced it. So, is there a word in English you translate as a single word? Only hmm? grasp. Grasp. Grasp is the literal translation. Yeah, uh, to be masik means to reach something. Okay, so um, so the question then is: Wait a second. So aren't angels then greater than man in this regard? If everything else is shnios, and man is really the ratios, then I would imagine like a pyramid right, with man on top, everything else kind of playing supporting roles, right? But man is the one with the true Hasaga. And in fact, in fact, the the Ramchal himself in Derech Eitz Chaim says, says, says this, that man has a greater, greater, I read your language, Man has a greater understanding, greater intellect than the angels themselves. Like, like Hazal say that Hashem said to the angels, Chachmoso Merubah Mishalchem. That His wisdom is greater than yours. Let me ask you guys a question. What was the Havamina? Why do we need Hashem to tell us that? Why, why do the angels, I mean, apologize. Why do the angels need Hashem to tell them that Adam's wisdom is greater than their own? They would assume that theirs is greater? Just because they're like silly boys and they just make assumptions without any true basis? Right, so seemingly they're close to Hashem. So what, what's going on over here, right? I'm sorry. Well, that's the question. We're, we're asking why? Why can't angels be masik the way that the way that man can? But they didn't know that. Meaning the angels made a mistake. They didn't know that. You have to remember something. You have to remember something. This is a midrash. 
Right? Let, let's just get something uh, straight over here. This is a midrash. Chazal never actually um, like overheard a conversation happening between Hashem and the angels. Right? So it means Chazal is telling you that it makes sense that such a quote-unquote conversation took place. Obviously, it's not a conversation. Right? What it means is, like, uh, you know, whenever you see a shaklavataria in a Gemora, Right? No. So, w- was was the Makshin just wrong? And all we care about is the Tarsan and, like, you know, too bad that we wasted all that ink writing down the writing down the Kasha? Points of the same object. Two viewpoints. Now, one of them is going to end up being the Halacha. The other one is not. But they're both... But, but through that, I get an enriched version, a rich vision of, of the reality, right? So, whenever there's a shackle of Atari, whenever there's a back and forth, Happening in the midrash, it's the same thing, right? You got the machlekes in Repinchas ben Yoyer in the river. He says you should split. He says why should I split? I'm serving Hashem. He says I'm also serving Hashem. Yeah, but but uh, right, uh, you have a back and forth. Rivers don't talk with with people, right? That, that shackle of Atariya is representing zdodim lekan lekan in the creation that says on the one hand the river has a certain domin- you know, has a certain right of way, so to speak. But on a deeper look, it's really Adam. Right? So to over here with the angels is it takes a certain revelation to let them know you should guys you should know he has a greater wisdom than you. Right? Okay, but how do you explain the terrorists? Oh took the words right out of my mouth. Okay. So so the Ramkal and Dastunus deals with this. And so he, so he says, so he, so, so he says, he, uh, I mean, he says this point that uh, the Iker Nivra, literally quoting, uh, obviously, uh, saying the same thing as our Der Hashem does, Hine Iker Nivra, I'm reading to you from Das Tvunos, Simon Kuf Nunches. Hine Iker Nivroim Hu Adam, the primary existence of all the created beings is the Adam. Vikra Adam Knesset Yisrael. And that's like Hazal told us in the in Gemara in Yerushalmi that in the future Hashem is going to make a special mechitza, a special closed-off area for the tzaddikim that are going to be with him, which is going to be, and the angels are going to be outside of that mechitza, and the angels are going to be asking the tzaddikim, what is Hashem doing? And that's what the Pasuk says, uh, Ma Amar Kale, right? That the angels are asking the Tzadikim, what is Hashem saying? The angels are standing on the outer perimeter, Tzadikim are in the inner perimeter, and the angels are asking the Tzadikim, what is Hashem doing? Ma Paul Kale, Ma Paul Kale, Ma Paul Kale, what is Hashem doing? Now, again, it's strange midrash, right? Why would I? Why, why would the angels be asking? What, they're not curious kittens, the angels, right? They're, if if uh, if they're meant to know, again, angels don't have free will, so it's, it's just very simple. If it's something that they're meant to know, then they'll know it. And if it's something, something that they're not meant to know, then they won't know it. But to be like whispering, hey, hey, can you tell me like hey, what's going on over there? I'm curious. What's what? Hashem made a mechitza for a reason, right? He blocked off. He made. Walls, right? I see. Why would they even want to hear? Well, right. I mean, Hashem clearly set it up that says Hashem, 
made an inner perimeter, that's for tzaddikim, that's machitzes, and then outside has the angels within, within, within their realm, within their depth. So, so then it's not of your business. I mean, number one, when I tell them, because of their business, I shall have a purpose, put us in and them not. And second of all, what? They should know that. And then they should know that. It's like, it's like, um, you know, do you ask, uh, uh, does a rock, like, say, like, I wish I knew what it means to love a person. I, I wish I knew what it means to have a wife, to, to, to love a wife. Like, uh, come on, somebody, please, help me out over here. It's not shy to you. It's not shy to you, so that's it. It's the end of the conversation. So, LMI, that what it means is the, the entire relationship that Malachim have to Hashem is being the messengers of Hashem to Klausel. Being the intermediaries, being, being the helpers, so to speak, right? Means a Malach means a messenger. Now, a messenger is always not the main guy on the of the storyline, right? There's there's the there's the person who's being mekadesh the isha, let's say, right? And he says a shliach, right? So the shliach, what's his role in the story? His role in the story is that he helped to get this man married to that woman, right? So at the chasna, if you ever to be dancing, he says, oh, I'm the friend, I'm the best man, I'm the I'm the father, and who are you? Me, I'm the I'm the one that helped to bring the ring from over here to, to her. I, I helped. So that's my shaykhs to the chasm. That's what Shliach says. Right? So the malachim, the Lashem explains this, uh, in the Devil's Sharm, that the, the whole malachim also have a certain shaykhs to Olam Habo. But the shaykhs the malachim have to Olam Habo is, is the extent to which they facilitated, not that they used Bechira or anything like that, but nonetheless, it did happen through them that Klausel did mitzvahs and, and say, right, a person has to receive certain spiritual flow, certain circumstances have to happen. All the different jobs that Rambam is going to explain later on in the Dei Hashem of what the jobs are of the Malachim to do, right? Through doing all of those jobs, that's the Shaykhs that they have to that ultimate drakus, to that ultimate tachlis of the entire Bria, to that hasaga. Yeah? So when they're asking us, that being curious kittens, that's what they get to know about Hashem. What they ultimately, in the end of the day, will know about Hashem, is what they will know about Hashem through us. Because that's what they did in this world. What they did is they helped for us to have a relationship with Hashem. So their relationship to Hashem is there is our relationship to Hashem. Wait, but it seems like the opposite. Like the folks here that we're going to be, the more distant they will be. Why? They're needed. Wouldn't they be needed less if they're only no. purposes? No, no. Act, act, act well, just think about this. The Malachim that helped that helped uh, Yaakov, right? That that, that uh, the Malachim that that uh, were messengers of Yaakov or whatever. So the, the, those Malachim, they got some very serious. I mean, that's well, those events that took place over there, right? Those were some pretty serious events, right? That was some big revelations of Hashem over there. And the Malachim got to have 
a portion in it, not because of themselves, because they are themselves are fit for that, but because they are facilitating the interaction between Hashem and Yaakov. So, lost at Lavo, those Malachim are going to be standing behind Yaakov Avinu, and everything Yaakov Avinu is seeing, they're going to be getting some of that also. From him. Because he is seeing it thanks to them. They, they helped him. So, the Hasadas that he's going to, Yaakov Avinu is going to have, lost at Lavo, right? They have a hand in it. But their hand in it is not an independence, not that it's all their own Hasaga. It's their participation in Yaakov Avinu's Hasaga of Hashem. So, so that's, that's, the, uh, that's the reason why Malachim, at the end of the day, they, they can never be Masik Hashem, like we said in the, in the beginning, that the Rashis, the Bishul Rashis, the, the Klausel, that uh, are the Iker of the Bria is because, even though it might not appear like that, but it is that way because we're the ultimately we're going to end up being the most similar in the end of the day we're going to end up being the most similar to Hashem because cause of Hashemus is going to be due to our own efforts God will kap of we spoke of that out last time so the things that you can say also between Kalasar and, and, and angels. Angels are Yerushalayim. They stand there in trepidation all day long and they understand they're nothing. But we, the we, through our own efforts, become shalim. We become, that's, that's called being dome to Hashem. That's a greater madriga of Hasaga of Hashem than is that of the Malachim. So that's why Ramchal over here in Oz Hey says, Ah, Habriya Yikar is Ba'emes? He mean Enoshim. I mean, you might think not. You might think is the, is the, is the angels. And he goes on to say, V'kol Shara Nevroim. Be'na G'voyim Mimeno. Be'na Shvalo Mimeno. So I mean, you, what do you mean? But they're loftier than him. How can you tell me if the whole end game, if the whole story is about Dvekus, and there are these angels who are loftier than Adam, so then seemingly they're the ones with the biggest Vegas. The answer is no. Be'emes, he's the one that, he's the one that, that's, that's the Iker of the Vegas. Even though they are loftier than him. One second, we had a question over there in the, uh, through the Zoom. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask, doesn't every nation in the world of 70, don't they all have their own mind of Yeah. So isn't that a zero to this point? Why? Those Well, um, let me ask you a question. Don't you agree that the Umus Olam have a purpose in the world as well? Sorry, you just cut out. Don't you agree that the Umus Olam, the nations of the world, also have a purpose in the world? Right. Okay. And hopefully we would agree that that means, uh, you know, the, the, whether it be the Hasidic Umus Olam, the righteous Gentiles who directly facilitate Klausel's Avodos Hashem, which is why they have a chalik in Olam Abba, like the Rambam says, they have a chalik in Olam Abba, just like the Poshe Yisrael, just like uh, uh, the Rishi Yisrael, the, the, the non-righteous Jewish people 
who have a chalik in Olam Abba, because they are members of Kalsal, they themselves didn't earn their own chalik, their, their own Olam Abba, they didn't earn their own Olam Abba, the uh, Jewish Rishoyim, but being that they believe in the Yud Gimel Ikrim, they have a chalik, they have a portion in the general Olam Abba. And he says, and so too the Umas And he's coming from a Gemara. So too the Hasidic Umas so the because again because they're also they're helping with the general concept of of the, you know the helping overall that the tzaddikim should be able to be to, should be able to serve Hashem. So just like the Hasidim Umos Olam have a chelik in Olam Abba, so then certainly the the angels that were not certainly but then so too the the angels that were facilitating them and doing so are also going to have a a chelik in Olam Abba, right? Uh, a chalik of that chalik, right? Um, but they'll take what they can get. I mean, it doesn't you know? <laughs> the, the angels are not uh, particular, but that's one. And, and, and to a certain extent, you know, it could be that even that even the the nations who themselves were not mechaven, you know, the, you know, the, the, the angels, the, perhaps their angels will still have me. Say you have a nation, know, the Chinese or something. They're mechaven. They're not called chasidi umosolom. Most of them, um, but at the end of the day, they're like like the Gemara in the beginning of Olazar says that all these nations with all the things that they do. I mean, you know, this Zoom technology over here, right? We got this this little laptop, right, linking us all up, all across the city, right? Instant communication, satellites, all the, the all this that they they did, they they do this all. It, at the end of the day, it is for the benefit of Klausel. It's just that they weren't mechavan for that, right? If they would have been Machavi, Shotan, Shem says to them, Shotan, if you would have been Machavi for it, you would have, you would have had a Chalik, right? You would have had a Chalik in Olam Abba. But they're not Machavi. But, but I don't know if that means that, that the angels who facilitate them, if they uh, are not going to get anything out of it, right? Meaning the angels say, I knew the whole time what, what this is all about. Um, so, seeming that the angels should still be, should still be able to get. So, we're making the angels happy. They're, dance, they're dancing in the sukkah right now. Oh, see, I have, a, I have a background of the fallen trees, not of the sukkah. Um, but by the way, Rabbi, say you understand? We're, we're in the presence of uh, of the Rishpizim today, right? So, how shall I say? We're inside of a sukkah, Rishpizim. We have to be cognizant of that. Uh, if you're Mizdabek in the in, in the Mida that, that they embody, then you uh, get to acquire it to a certain extent. You corner it to a certain extent. Okay. So that's that's the chiddush over here that the Ramchal wants to say in Os Hey, is that even though it might not look like it, even though um, the angels seem to be greater, right? They're gvoimimeno, but the, but at the end of the day, it's about hasaga. It's not about you know yidia and hasaga. The whole the whole beginning of the parak that we started with is in order to give man the greatest vakus, which is hasaga. In order to give this creature the greatest day, which is a saga, there needs to be that it's going to be kona that shleimus by itself. So that is by definition going to be adam and not and not the malach. Okay. Um, that's that's the end of parag base. Any questions before we start parag gimel? Okay. How are we doing for time? No. It's it for you. The, 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 we started a few minutes late. Does anyone have a hard stop over here? No? 
Okay. So we'll, so we'll go a few more minutes. Okay. So per gimel is seems to be uh, osalaf anyway. Per gimel seems to be very much a, a, a rehashing of per base. Of course, we've learned enough of the Ramchal to understand that that never happens. The Ramchal is uh, literally writing like you know, computer code, right? Like layering mathematical equations upon mathematical equations, like a proof. Right, Ravi, what's, what's the biggest mathematical proof you ever saw? How many steps? So, uh, <laughs> you go for a long time, right? Yeah, I remember in my, in, uh, not, not so much math, but uh, in organic chemistry, you could, you could have, you know, uh, a problem, like a test. This comp- you know, the question is that you're given this element, this compound, whatever it is, and you end up, have to end up with this one, and you know, take as many steps as you want. It could be like a thirty-step, thirty different chemical equa- chemical reactions that have to you need to end up from A at Z. So, but, but each one has to happen. It has to happen. So over here, also, what he's about to talk about has to be in order to take the next step forward. So what he's saying is that it's not enough. Um, to the, for Hashem to set up a creature who is um, not himself Shalim and now, uh, let me just preface this by saying we've kind of been interweaving what he's about to tell us in Osalaf of Fair Gimel we've been interweaving it already into our understanding because by us it's so fundamental the understanding that Bechira has to come with a concept called Shiku okay but that but but um, philosophically, you can discuss Bechira first and then Shikul later. Okay? So, what, what's Shikul? Shikul means the, that the decision has to be a contest. The decision must be that it's not uh, a done deal either way. It sounds like a prerequisite. That's not true. I could ha- you, you could have Bechira you could have Bechira without it being a shikul. It just wouldn't be a very meaningful Bechira for, for the purposes that we've been discussing. Right, but, uh, for example, um, let's, would you like $100 or $200? $200. So, so Dan's saying, like, that's obvious. Everybody with half a brain will pick $200. That's true. What if they have less than half a brain? But it, it still takes the capacity to recognize that this is more than that, etc. Right? So, so the point is, you could have the, you could have bechira, right? It just wouldn't be meaningful bechira, right? Or let's say, let's say, if what if it's not like that? What was a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars? What if it's two hundred dollars or a chocolate bar? Think about it. Are you asking me? Yes. Chocolate bar. <laughs> See, <laughs> there you are. Right. <laughs> I thought, I thought that was a foregone conclusion, but you never know. So what? Well, three hundred dollars chocolate bar. For sure, a child will probably take the chocolate bar. Right? But you buy children for sure, hundred percent would take the chocolate bar. Okay. Maybe. All right. So, so, um, so, so the point is, it's not. But, but, but you could have. Um, 
for an adult $200 or a chocolate bar and seemingly every every single adult with across the entire United States right will select the $200 over the chocolate bar right um, even though it's not a direct it's, it's, it's not it's not a mathematical meaning a computer might not be able to make that decision right it depends on how smart the computer is but I mean because it's not a direct translation because you get to eat the chocolate bar right now the two hundred dollars is, is extremely useful, but you can't eat, you can't enjoy them right now, right? That's why, you know, dance girls might who are five and three, five and six, five and six um, might cho- might choose a chocolate bar, right? Because you get to enjoy it right now. Um, so here we're being told that in addition to it being bechira, it has to be bishikul, which means the two options has to be there. It's not a foregone conclusion which way he's going to choose. Okay. Now, this is a big mapecha that I'm saying right now from the way that most people understand initially when they think, for some reason, there's these things that get into people's heads. I'm not sure why. But it's really interesting. Everyone that you, that, that you talk to, you say, what does it mean that free choice has to be bishikul? Who wants to translate the word? Balance. Which means what? I know the answer already, so uh, we got the wrong answer. What's that? The Bechira can go either way. That's what mm-hmm. we're describing. The so, what does po- that mean? Possible. So, 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 so a lot of people say, Eliyahu. Eliyahu, are you there? Yeah. What does it mean that, that the choice should be Bashikul? What does it mean that the free choice should be bushikul? What? You, you cut out for a second. What does it mean that the free choice should be bushikul? Balanced. Is that what you said? No? No? That, it, it, it needs to make it harder to choose. How hard? Choose right thing. How hard? How hard does that to be? But how hard does the choice have to be? Come on, somebody fall for it, please. What, 50-50? 50-50, thank you! <laughs> okay, so a lot of you... you but that, that would be the most difficult decision if it's 50-50, wouldn't it? The most difficult decision yes, possible would be 50-50? The most difficult challenge you no, can put when, would when be 50-50? Be, when you would be torn the most? Because you're half one way, half the other way. What? It's 99-1... You're all the way on one side already. Oh, so 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 that, uh, good. So that's so ninety nine one. That's not called being bishikul, right? Ninety nine one. That's the example of two hundred dollars or a chocolate bar, right? The chocolate bar does have a small tiny advantage over the two hundred dollars, right? But the advantage the two hundred dollars has over the, over the chocolate bar is so overwhelming, right? That <clears throat> no one can claim. Well, listen. This person made himself... He's a self-made millionaire. How? Well, I, oh, I said, would you like a million dollars or a chocolate bar? He says, a million dollars. He's a self-made millionaire. Right? What? Yeah. That's not, right? No, no, no one will claim that to be, to be a self-made millionaire. Right? So 99-1 is... That's a domino effect. That's, I just set up the dominoes. 
and and I pushed it, you know, the, uh, and it's just automatic. It's just going to go that way, right? On the other hand, it doesn't have to be 50-50, right? It could be, you know, a, a 20-80 can be a decision. And we encounter those all the time, right? A lot of decisions we make throughout the day are fairly easy to do the, to do the right thing. But you still have to do it, and sometimes you fail. Sometimes it's very challenging. And we're actually going to see later on that with the hate of other Mauritian, uh, it became much more difficult. I mean, it was, the, the system was set up to be much simpler, much easier to accomplish Shleimus. So, you know, let, let, let's, just, let's just say that Hashem set it up at a 20-80 split. Yeah, where it's a shikul, but it's, but it's very doable. In fact, Hashem set it so low, that just enough that it could be called that you made a decision. There's a 20%, 30%, whatever, whatever you need, right? Just, uh, uh, like, like eating your eighth cookie. What? Like eating your eighth cookie. <laughs> like eating your eighth cookie. But by the time you get to the eighth one, it's like, okay, you know, I've had enough. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'll take it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so, so, so what he's saying over here is that in order for this to be a true free will decision, it has to be that the player has to actually, there has to be a, uh, a shikul, there has to be a, a, a toss-up. Are you saying it, it, it does or does not have to be 50-50? We're saying that it doesn't have to be 50-50. It does not have to be 50-50. So let's just, let's just read O'Salaf. Um, so, uh, again, Hugruk, she, she, it has to be that it's, that it's a toss-up. That his inclination to, to should be balanced to the two sides. So that's what he says, I think, very clearly. That it does not mean 50-50. Because he explains himself right afterwards. The opposite of shakul is what? That it's necessarily, absolutely, definitely going to go the other way. Right? So, you know, you can think about it as a war, right? You can have two countries fighting a war. You know, um, one country could be... a but didn't America lose to Canada at some point? Didn't didn't America lose a war to Canada at some point? The Canadians burned down the White House, something like this. The British. That's what, that, what? British. Well, whatever the British, but I mean, it was the Canadians, right? What? Okay. Yeah, but I had a Canadian roommate in Yeshiva. He told me that they burned down the White House. So, uh, so, so, so the point is that uh, yeah, you can have, you can have the, you can have a country that's significantly weaker, but it's nonetheless, you know, if, if they're more determined, they they could they could win they could win the war, right? Now the chances are against them, but they, but they could do it, right? Or you know, a, a, a boxing match, right? Between where where the one where the one is clearly. Um, the odds are in favor of the one, but the other one can still win, right? 
either through you know, a little bit of luck or, or some determination, some combination of things, right? Um, so, so, so that's the, the that's the situation Hashem had to put us into. Is not only do we have bechira, but it, that is bishikul, is balanced, where there are two forces pulling in two opposite directions, and it's not clear which one the pe- person is going to choose. And so Hashem created in man a yitzah tov and a yitzahara, two forces pulling their bushikul, and that's what we're struggling with. Adkan Os Aleph, and Adkan this week's Kolomoy Shir. Looking forward to next week.